0: Hello, and welcome to the very, very first episode of the Dark Academy podcast. So, we're going to go deep into the rabbit hole of the dark. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about Bohemian Grove. um, To kind of put in a summary without explaining the entirety of it and going deep into the rabbit hole yet. Basically, it's a club where these billionaires, these people of power, these uh, politicians, everyone who uh, have who, who are in a good position of power, they go there to burn an effigy to this owl god called Moloch, which is the uh, god of, I think, child sacrifice. Um, I will bring up my sources in a minute. But before we get into anything, I do want to say... Um thank you for taking your time to listen to the very first episode and I hope you enjoy this episode. Um I do want to explain a little bit about myself uh and the podcast itself, um how I got into it, etc. Um and also just in general of the topics or whatever. Um So first off, I want to say th- again thank you for uh hopping in um and taking the listen to to this very first episode. Um, so let me explain how I got into podcasting, or how I, um, enjoy podcasting, if that makes sense. Well, obviously it makes sense. <laughs> um, I am very into the, the, the dark topics of uh, disgusting, you know, conspiracy theories, supernatural, the paranormal, the, um, occult practices of life, and all that stuff. The macabre, basically. So... Every single time I was with family or, you know, with friends or whatever, it felt like I was more discussing, like it, it more felt like a podcast episode than it did of me discussing with people. So I really just said, you know, I'll just make a podcast and, um, the Dark Academy, it just had a ring to it and I liked the way it sounded. Um, I was just sitting in my room just like, you know, thinking of names for the podcast and, um, I did have a previous podcast. Um, ...that I ended recently called The New Nightmare Podcast. It's not in the works anymore um, because I want to put my 100% focus on this one. Um, So this podcast is going to be bi-weekly, as it it is in the description. And just talk about anything um, horror, conspiracy, supernatural, etc., anything the macabre. I will have guests on soon, hopefully... Um, I'm gonna work on on getting my first guest soon. Um, but mostly this podcast will probably be solo. Um, so yeah that's pretty much it about the podcast. Um, so let's let's hop into the to the deep discussion of Bohemian Grove. So Bohemian Grove. okay So Bohemian Grove is, Club is a it's a restricted ground in California. Um, where these people of power go in there and, you know, like what I said, they burn an effigy of the, uh, of a, of a, of a child, by the way, a fucking child to this, to this owl god called Moloch. Now, the reason why I would speak about this heavy is because this is probably, this is the first conspiracy theory that I've ever gotten into, um, which is why I kind of, I, I kind of hold it dear because this is the first, like, conspiracy theory I've ever went down, deep down the rabbit hole with. And so let me just explain the the history. The tradition of a summer in camp was established six years after Bohemian Grove was formed in 1872 by Henry Howard Edwards. A stage actor and a founding member announced that he was relocating to New York City to further his career. Henry... Uh, henry howard edwards is the founder of bohemian grove he was a stage actor and a writer uh, who was more famous in australia um specific uh, in australia san francisco new york for his 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 work in in theater excuse me and like etc so he moved to new york city and on June 29th, 1878, somewhere fewer than 100 p- Bohemians gather in Redwoods in Marin County near ta- Taylorville, present-day Samuel P. Taylor's Park in California, if I'm correct, yeah. For an evening sending sending off party in Edwards' honor, frilly flowing liquor and some Japanese lantern put a glow in festivities, and club members retired at a late hour to the modest comfort of blankets laid on the dents of redwood needles. The festive gathering was repeated the next year without Edwards and become the club's yearly encampment. By 1882, the members of the club camped together at various locations at both Marin and Sonamona County, California, including the present-day Muir Woods and a a redwood grove that once stood near Duncan Mills. Several miles down the Russian River from the current location, from 1893, Bohemians rented the current location in 1899, purchased it from Melvin Cyrus Meeker, who had developed a successful logging operation in the area. Gradually, over the next decades, members of the club purchased land surrounding the original location, the perimeter of the basin in which it resides. Writer Julius Henry Auer Irwin said of the Grove, "'You come upon it suddenly.' One step and its, gl- its glory is over you. There is no perspective. You cannot get far enough away from one tr- of the trees to see it as a whole. There they stand, a world of a height above you. Their pinnacles hidden by their topmost fringes of branches or lost sky. Not long after the club's establishment by newspaper journalists, it was uh, commanded by the prominent San Francisco-based businessmen who provided the financial resources necessary to acquire further land and facilities at the Grove. However, they still retained bohemians, the artists, and musicians, who continued to entertain the international members and guests. So, originally it was for... Originally, it was for artists and musicians. Obviously, Henry Henry. Oh my goodness! I'm so sorry. I, I Henry um, Harry uh, Edwards was mostly trying to make this uh, Bohemian grow for more of musicians and uh, artists or writers or um, anything of the sort. It was. It, it was a private. It was a private club mostly. Guests have been known to include politicians and notable figures from the countries, particularly during the midsummer encampment. The number of guests is strictly limited to the small size of facilities. Camp Valets. Camp Valets are responsible for the operation of the individual camps. The head Valets are akin to general managers at a resort, club, restaurant, or hotel. Service staff include female workers who whose presence at the grove is limited to daylight hours in central cl- areas close to the main gate. Male workers may be housed at the grove within the boundaries of the camp to which they are assigned in prefer- preferable service areas. High-status workers stay in small private quarters but are most housed in rustic bunkhouses. The main encampment area consists of 160 acres of old uh, growth wood, redwood trees over a 1,000 years old, some over 300 feet tall. The main activity at the Grove is varied in entertainment in which all members participate on a grand main stage and a smaller, more intimate stage. The majority of common facilities are in entertainment venues. So, again, this was mostly for artists and musicians. Originally, then it started turning into a private club to let these people of power, like politicians and billionaires or and people who, um, just notable figures, of course, around the other countries, but also notable, notable figures in the government, notable, uh, figures in, uh, modern day or, uh, at that time, modern day, or just in general, modern day, like, you know, like Bill Gates or whatever. He could be part of it. I'm going to go deep into a rabbit hole about that. Um, which is going to tie into COVID-19. So, um, disclaimer. Um, uh, the so the uh, I already read that sleeping quarters or camps are also scattered throughout the grove. There were 118 as of 2007. These camps were, which are frequently uh, partilineal, partilineal, Sorry, are the principles means through which high level business and po- polit- political contacts and friendships are formed. The premium camps are hillbillies, mandalay, caveman. Stowaway, Uplifters, Owl's Nests, Hideaway, Isle of Avs, Lost Angels, Silverado, Squatters, Sempervarians, Hillside, and Wild. Each camp has a captain, and one of those jobs is, is at its upkeep. Many local Sonoma County contractors have performed a variety of tasks of the, at these camps, and have called the requested work simple and eco-friendly. The central spaces for recreation and entertainment are Grove Stage and Amphitheater with a seating for 2,000 people used primarily for the Grove play production on the last weekend of the Midsummer Encampment. The stage extends up the hillside and is also home to the second largest outdoor pipe organ in the world. Field Circle, a bowl-shaped amphitheater used for mid-encampment, quote-unquote, low-jinx musical comedy for Spring Jinx in early June and for a variety of other performances. Campfire Circle, Has a campfire pit in the center of the circle surrounded by carved redwood logs, benches, used for smaller performance in a more intimate setting. Museum stage, a semi-outdoor venue with a covered stage. Lectures and small assembled performances. Dining circle, seating approximately 1,500 diners simultaneously. Clubhouse, designed by Bernard Maybach in 1903, completed in 1904 on a bluff overlooking the Russian River. A, multiple, a multi-purpose dining, drinking, and entertainment building, the site of the Manhattan Project planning meeting in, held in 1942. The Owl Shrine, which this is where it starts to tie to Mullig. the Owl Shrine and the lake, an, an artificial lake in the interior of the grove used for the noontime concerts and also the venue of cremation of care, which takes place on the first Sunday of encampment. It is also the location of 12.30 p.m. daily lakeside talks. These significant informal talks, many on public uh, policy issues, have been given over the years by entertainers, professors, astronauts, business leaders, cabinet officers, CIA directors, future presidents, and former presidents. Okay. So the owl shrine that they have here and the cremation of care. Look. This is where it starts to get a little the cremation of care the cremation of care is an I just pulled it up is an annual ritual production written and produced and performed by and for the members of the Bohemian Club and staged at the Bohemian Grove near Monte Rio, California at a small artificial lake amid a private old-growth grove of redwood trees. The dramatic performance is presented of the first night of the annual en- annual encampment as an allegorical banishing of worldly cares for the club members and to quote-unquote to present symbolically the salvation of the trees by the club. But the secretive nature of the Bohemians and the political power of some of its members have been criticized. <clears throat> exactly that. The cremation of care is this effigy. Um, and... Look, I'm gonna I'm gonna go deep into that in a minute, but the owl shrine in the lake to them is to is to like is to like cleanse, if that makes sense, to cleanse themselves in a way to 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 save these trees but it gets it gets way too um, crazy and I'm going to show some audio clips in this podcast that um, is shocking by um, heavy political figures that everyone everyone knows at this point but let's get into a little bit of the security and then we'll get deep into the rituals including the owl shrine and the uh, cremation of care security let's get into that the Bohemian Grove is protected by a sophisticated security team year-round. The Bohemian Club employs ex-military personnel to help secure the area. They utilize high-end security equipment, including thermal-slash-night-vision cameras, motion detectors, and vibration-sensing alarms. The level of security is particularly heightened during the time periods that members are on the site. During these times, the local sheriff's, uh, sheriff's office, California Highway Patrol, and if warranted by the guest, the United States Secret Service help to secure the areas and road service surrounding the encampment. In 2019, the Simona County Board of Supervisors informed the club that 2019 would be the last year they provide law enforcement security. Despite the high level of security present, they have been numerous high-profile successors infiltrations of the Bohemian Grove. Now, before we get into the infiltrations, and look, we both know that that anything to do with government or high political figures has to be fucking secretive as fuck. But that should have been a sign right there that they're employing ex-military personnel and 2019 just saying, yeah, we're not going to have any normal law enforcement. We're going to go beyond that, probably get the National Guard on this shit. Despite the level, the high level security. Okay, so here's the uh, infiltrations. And this is where we're going to get deep into the uh, rabbit hole, because then we're going to get to the traditions, the rituals and the symbols. And what do I think of it? Um, showing audio clips of famous po- politicians uh, explaining Bohemian Grove. Mm-hmm. So, in the summer of 1980, Rick Cogler, I can never pronounce that last name, but Rick Collager. Ka- yeah, there we go. Rick Cogler gained entrance to the Grove with the help of an employee and posed as a worker during two weekends at the of the annual encampment. His efforts, the first magazine to reporting uh, from inside the Grove, was a, was published in the August. Of 1981 issue of Mother Jones, around the same time, ABC Evening News aired a special report on Bohemian Grove. So the mother, the mother of the mother Jones was was a uh, political magazine that existed from uh, 1976. I think around February. I don't know if they're still in the works. Um, Apparently, here it says it's discontinued, but they do have a website. That's still up, but it says discontinued. So um, but to basically, um to basically explain it in general, Mother Jones is an American magazine that focuses on news commentary, and investigative reporting on topics, including politics, obviously, mm-hmm. the environment, human rights, health, and culture. It's a political inclination. inclination is variously described as liberal progressive. So the magazine was named after Mary uh, Mary Harris Jones, known as Mother Jones, an Irish American trade union activist, social socialist advocate, and ardent opponent of child labor. Look, guys, I don't want, I don't, I'm not trying to get political here. I'm just saying, I'm not political. Uh, I'm not right nor left. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just a fucking dude talking about conspiracy theories, and how crazy this shit can be, okay? Just just wanted to put that out there before I get canceled. Um, in the summer of 1989, this is the other infiltration that was uh, supposed, you know, writing, uh, that was supposedly uh, sent out or got word of in the summer of 1989 spy magazine writer philip Weiss spent seven days in the camp posing as a guest which led to his november 1989 article inside the bohemian grove he was eventually discovered and arrested for trespassing yeah they have trespassing uh signs they don't have trespassing signs they 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 say they do but they don't because there's clearer pictures online that the entrances, whether from the front, the the from the back, from the from the sides, because they have entrances on all sides to to protect, I guess, these political figures to be more secretive and hidden. And there's no trespassing signs. Um, so it was a lot. It was a lot easier back in the '80s compared to now to you know sneak inside this this um, this place. Okay, now here we go. <laughs> here we go. Everyone's favorite human being, sarcasm. On July fifteenth, 2000, Alex Jones and his cameraman, Mike Hansen, uh, uh, enter Bohemian Grove and shot footage of the cremation of care ceremony. Jones claimed it was a ritual sacrifice. From this footage, documentary filmmaker Joe John Ronson produced the episode The Satanic Shadowly Elite in which he characterizes the proceedings as an overgrown frat party while Jones produced Dark su- Secrets in Cyberhemian Grove describing what he thought were satanic rituals. At this time, this was when Bush was getting elected. Um... And Alex Jones was protesting against Bush. And apparently, he saw Bush at Bohemian Grove taking part of this, of this ritual. Um, I will show an audio clip in a minute. There's another infiltration that I would like to show. And then after I show the clip uh, or audio of um, some of the ritual practices... We'll get into the traditions, rituals, and symbols. On January nineteenth, 2002, 37-year-old Richard uh, McCaslin was arrested after his nighttime infiltration of Bohemian Grove, where where he set several fires. He was heavily armed, wearing a skull mask and outfit with the Phantom Patriot written across his chest. No Bohemian Club members or guests were present at the time in Bohemian Grove. That guy's got balls, dude. <laughs> like people. Apparently, the, these were the only the only one that I know that actually was was um, proven to be correct, or I guess proven to be real from the infiltration was Alex Jones and his cameraman. Um, I did not see. I could not find any 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 episodes of the uh, Satanic Shadow Elite when I was doing this research, but I do have. Alex Jones's video, which I will show right now. Be gone, detested care. Be gone. Once more, keep vanishing. Be gone, double care. Fire shall have its will of thee. Be gone, don't care. And all the winds, they carry with thy dust. Hail, fellowships, eternal flame. Once again, Midsummer sets us free. One of the facets of the ritual that goes deeply into the occult again we 've already mentioned the druids at their bonfires or bonfires throwing throwing bodies into fiery pits after ritually cutting their hearts out or slitting their throats. they talk about reading the sign in the burning effigy, reading the sign again research your history books on the occult, even the Encyclopedia Britannica on what the druids would engage in. Um, This is just unbelievably macabre and evil. So shall we burn thee once again this night? And in the flames that eat thine empty, we shall read the sign. Well, we're going to confront George Bush. Isn't that just fucking insane? These people of power literally... Literally, fucking burn effigies of what it looks like to be in the video. That they, they—they're break. I played only a snippet, but in the full—the full, the full video. There's a full uh, movie about it. It's like I think an hour and a half long. Um, I do suggest watching it, but if you don't like Alex Jones, then, you know, I mean, I don't like him either, but I only watched it for this, for this, uh, for the reason of research. Um, if you like to do the same, I highly suggest watching it. It, it actually is kind of inf- informal, uh, informational, sorry. Um, but this is what the people of power do. They literally grab these, these, these fucking fake ass effigies of what it looks like to be a human sacrifice or a kid, and burn it to cleanse themselves, to think that this is going to cleanse themselves of sin, and do it do it in front of this giant statue of an owl god called Moloch, the the god of Sacrificial of kids or humans. If I remember. We, we'll get into that in a minute. After hearing that clip. Now we got to jump into the traditions. Rituals and symbols. Of Bohemian Grove. Here we go. I hope you guys are ready. The club's patron saint. Is John of Nepomuk. Who, according to legend, suffered death at the hands of the Bohemian monarch rather than to disclose the, co- the confessional secrets of the queen. A large wood carving of Saint John in Celtic and cleric robes, with his index finger over his lips, stands at the shore of the lake in the grove, symbolizing the secrecy kept by the Groves' attendees throughout its long history. Since the founding of the club, the Bohemian Groves mascot has been an owl, symbolizing wisdom. A thirty-foot, a thirty. Foot ho- hollow owl statue made of concrete over steel support stands at the head of the lake in this grove. This statue was designed by a sculptor and two-time club president Hag uh, Patagain, and it was constructed in the late 1920s. Since 1929, the owl shrine has served as the backdrop of the yearly cremation of care ceremony. That's where they burn. They burn the effigies in front of the god in front of the, uh, in front of this, of this, of the statue, and, John of Nepomuk, the, the saint, was, was a German, um, was a German saint of Bohemia in Czech Republic, who was, who was drowned in the, who, claimly, claimly, died at, at a river, drowned at a river. Wow. That's fucking insane. So now we're going to jump into the the, the Cremation of Care Ceremony, which we just heard. The Cremation of Care Ceremony is a theatrical production in which some of the club's members participate as actors. It was first conducted in 1881. The production was devised by James F. Bauman with George T. Bromley playing the high priest. It was originally set up within the plot of the serious hijinks dramatic performance of the first weekend of the summer encampment which after the spirit of quote-unquote care slain by the jinx hero was solemnly cremated the ceremony served as a catharsis for pent-up high spirits and to present symbolically the salvation of this trees by the club Excuse me. The cremation of care was separated from the other Grove plays in 1913 and moved to the first site to become an exercising of the demon to ensure the success of the ensuing two weeks. The Grove play was moved to the last weekend of the encampment. The ceremony takes place in front of the Owl Shrine, the Moss Lichen. The moss and the lichen-covered statue simulates a natural rock formation, yet holds electrical and audio equipment with it. For many years, a recording of the club member Walter Cronkite was used as the voice of the owl during the ceremony. Music and pyrotechnics accompany the rituals for dramatic effect, which was shown also in the video. Uh, Grove Play Each year, a Grove play is performed for one night during the final weekend of the summer encampment. The play is a large scale of music theatrical production written and composed by club members involving some 300 people, including chorus, cast, stage, crew, and orchestra. The first Grove play was performed in 1902 during the wars of 1943 and 1945. The stage was dark in 1975. An observer estimated that Grove play cost between twenty thousand dollars and thirty thousand dollars, an amount that would be high as 000, uh, one hundred and forty-three thousand dollars in today's dollars. Now, let's jump into the owl god, the um, the symbols and the well. We already talked about John of Nepomuk, who was who was supposedly who supposedly uh, drowned, but. People believe that he died at the hands of a bohemian monarch and that there's there's so many secrets to it. And there's a photo of a dress rehearsal for the 1909 uh, play, which I'm going to try to describe right now. Um, Obviously, it's in the trees. These trees are fucking huge. Um, There's people reenacting and and, uh, reenacting a certain scene, a uh, scene from St. Patrick at Tara from a photograph taken in the daytime during the dress rehearsal. Yeah, they're all dressed like an old-timey's. They look, they're, they're wearing um robes and very Victorian type of clothing with flags that look like the Bohemian grow that look like Bohemian Grove flags where you could see this little statue. It could be a person on top of the, on top of the, uh, it looks like a person on top of the on top of like it looks like this little road and there's people walking up to it and it looks like like a god. It doesn't look like the statue. It it, lo- it if it is, it's a very small one. But yeah, it it, it lo- that's what I I I tried my best to ex- explain it. But that's the Grove play. They reenact like this crazy fucking production. And, yeah, here's a better picture. Actually, yeah, like it's this. It's like they they try to summon this apparition, and, it, and it's called Choo Choo, Lane. That sounds like Cthulhu, man. Okay, I don't want to go deep into it yet. We still got to finish uh, a little bit of the controversies and stuff, and then we'll we'll jump into the Moloch. Theory and all that shit And Alex Jones's clip I'll probably I'll, I'll play a, another clip Of Bohemian Grove um, Rituals Controversies Women Although no women Has ever been given Full membership In the Bohemian Club The four female honorary members Were hostess Margaret Bowman Poet Inna Coolbrith, Who served as a librarian For the club Actress Elizabeth Crocker Bowers And writer Sarah Jane Lippincott Since Coolbrith's death In 1928 no other woman has been made a member. These honorary members and other female guests have been allowed in the Bohemian Club's City Club building, and as daytime guests of the Grove, but not to upper floors of the City Club nor guests into the main summer camp at the Grove. Annual ladies jinks were held at the club, especially for spouses and invited guests. In 1978, the Bohemian Club was charged in discrimination by the California Department of Fair Employment and Housing over its refusal to hire women employees. In January 1981, an administrative law judge in, in, in sh- issued a decision supporting the practices of the club, noting that the club members at the Grove urinate in the open in the open, without even using the rudimentary toilet facilities, and that the presence of females would alter club members' behavior. However, the judge's decision was overruled by the State Fair and Employment and Housing Commission, which on October 17, 1981, ordered the club to begin recruiting and hiring in, women as employees. The Bohemian Club then filled a petition in California Superior Court, uh, Court, which ruled in favor of the club, finding the male gender to be a bona fide occupational qualification. It was revealed that the trial judge and previously participated in club activities, yet the request he disqualified was denied. The Fair Employment and Housing Commission appealed to the California Court of Appeal, which... Uh, reversed the lower court's decision, holding the Bohemian Gloves' private status to not shield it from the same which govern all California employers. The Supreme Court of California denied review in 1987, effectively forcing the club to begin hiring female workers during the summer camp at the at the Grove in Monterrey. This ruling became quoted as a legal president, uh, president and was discussed during the 1995 and 1996 floor debate surrounding California Senate Bill S.B. 2110 Maddie, a, pro, a proposed bill concerning whether tax exception organizations, including fraternal clubs, should be exempt from the UNRWA Civil Rights Act. Oh, that voice cracked was really bad. The UNRWA uh, S- uh, S- Civil Rights Act is a piece of California legislation that specifically outlaws discrimination on sex, race, color, religion, ancestry, national origins, age, disability, age. Um, uh, age uh disability mental condition genetic information martial status sexual orientation etc cetera, etc cetera. so women were not allowed but now from from recent from uh when I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, show my sources in a minute I'm gonna read my sources in a minute but from what I've heard they're allowing women in, in in the club but only for like obviously sexual use which is just not right, but that's that's what they're they're allowing these people in, like more of prostitutes and all that stuff. But they allow these women in for prostitutes and etc. But this is where we get a little interesting, and this is where I'm gonna I'm gonna save it for for later in a minute. They have gay orgies at this at this Bohemian Grove, S- said by a specific president or politician that everyone knows. So, okay, let, we'll get into it. Fuck it, <laughs> we'll we'll get into it. Bohemian Grove is the probably one of the most interesting conspiracy theories out there. I think there's just so many there, there and there's more information coming out, and there's so many references in pop popular culture that it's crazy. Like, um. In and and there's an there's an animated television uh, television series. I, I have my, my sources here about what the references and popular cultures are. Um, Norwegian black metal band. My favorite band, um, Mayhem, is what got me into Bohemian Grove. Not, not only because you know I have seen Alex Jones's video and I watched Joe Rogan experience and and he speaks he speaks about it with his friends and especially Alex Jones. A Norwegian black metal band, you guys may know my one of my favorite bands, Mayhem, has a song called Corpse of Care, which is very similar to the cremation of care that came out in Historic Warfare, which is a really good album, I suggest listening to it, was was to describe about the cremation of care that happened that happens in the Bohemian Grove. It's just it's insane. That that sparked my interest in it. Um uh, Amur, another really amazing band, uh, and Speaker of the Dead has a song called Bohemian Grove and and, and talks about the secretive meetings, um, True Detective, season two, there's a... Um, a victim found in Jennerville uh, address secret parties, and the owl are shown in the in the episode House of Cards, Elysian Fields, which is also an inspiration from Bohemian Grove. Because I think th- I think if I remember, they mention the the owl god in that one. They don't say Moloch; they just say it was a sacrificial thing to a, an owl god, or something along the lines of that. Uh, Lucy, the daughter of the devil, called human sacrifice, and they. They uh, explain an orgy where there's a human sacrifice to the devil or the Antichrist. Um, Henry Henry Shearer's movie, I, this one I didn't know, but Henry Shearer's movie, Teddy Bear's Picnic, is an annual encampment of prominent male leaders at the Zen, Zambenzi Glen, a thinly veiled reference to Bohemian Grove. Shearer attended at least one Bohemian event. That's Crazy. That's that's crazy. And there's way more popular uh pop culture references to Bohemian Grove. There was just too many to list. But it it's crazy. And let's go deep into Moloch. Moloch is the is this deity um in in demonology. Moloch Is the name or term that appears several times in the Hebrew Bible, primarily the book of uh, Levit. Levit I can never pronounce it. Leviticus. Leviticus. Okay, there we go. The Bible strongly condemns practices associated with Moloch, which appear to have included child sacrifice. Traditionally, Moloch has been understood as referring as the Canaanite god. However, since 1935, scholars have debated whether the term instead refers to a type of sacrifice on the basis of a similar term, also spelled as uh, MLK, Mulk used to mean sacrifice in the Punic language. The second position has grown increasingly popular but remains contested. Among proponents of the second position, controversy continues as to whether the sacrifices were offered to Yahweh, another deity, or another deity, and whether they were a native Azraelite religious custom or Persephone import. Now, Yahweh is the national god of the kingdom of Israel and the other kingdoms of Israel and Judah, um... Lot of lot to do with, lot of a lot uh, Yahweh has a lot to do with Yahweh, but sometimes they were a lot to do with Israel, um, Israelite religious customs are proceeding, but I, I don't, I don't. I'm very um, still uninformed about that. And I don't want to make any assumptions or anything like that. Since the medieval period, Moloch has been often portrayed as a bull headed idol with outstretched hands over a fire. This depiction takes the brief mentions of Moloch in the Bible and combines it with various sources, including ancient accounts of Carthaginian child sacrifice and the legend of the Minotaur. Moloch has been used regularly to, uh, to to refer a person or a thing demanding require a very costly sacrifice. A god Moloch appears in various works of literature, such as the John Milton's Paradise Lost in 1667, G- uh, Gustave Flaubert's uh, Salambo, Salem 1862, and Allen Ginsberg Howell in 1955. So, in this picture that I'm seeing here, it's literally what Bohemian Grove is doing. It's this giant... It's, it's this giant version of Moloch and it has uh, people around him bowing you know hitting drums and horns you know summoning him and literally this person is offering him a child now how does this relate to now you're probably wondering or you probably know already why this relates to Bohemian Grove but dude these people of power are, are doing this <laughs> I keep re- mentioning that but isn't that just insane it's insane. The only thing I don't like is that they say it's a pagan deity. Look, I'm a very spiritual person, so I don't I don't believe in con- co- uh, coincidences. I don't believe in any of that. I believe that stuff happens for a reason. Um, they call it, they call it a pagan deity. It's a and and it has to do with uh, Jerusalem. That's what I was trying to say before. I I guess you I mean. I don't wanna get into religion too much right now. This is just insane. The, the 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 fucking this 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 sacrificial thing that these people of power are doing. And not only that, in the video, they're wearing robes. They look like legitimate druids. And druids if you don't know what druids are, druids in, in the Bible is considered to be what, Saint, what 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 Lucifer's like workers are like like Satanism, it has to do a lot with Satanism. Druids have to do with, with, with worshiping the the devil. Druids were people in ancient Britain and France who served widely as roles as philosophers, teachers, judge the represent uh, the rep sorry the yeah here we go druid yeah druid was a member of the high ranking class in Celtic cultures. Druids were religious leaders as well as legal authorities, educators, lore keepers, metal. Medi- uh, medical professionals and political advisors druids left with no written accounts while they were reported that to have been literate they have been to believe to be prevented by doctrine from recording their knowledge in written form their beliefs and practices are attested in some detail by contemporaries from other cultures such as romans and the greeks they have more information about the sacrifices because druids did human sacrifices um back then and that's why they're considered to be um under the work of satan look i don't i'm very um i don't i don't i have a very weird opinion on that um because people you know nowadays are is saying that you know that the healthcare and all that stuff is under the work of Satan because it's the in the logo it's the a snake with you know, but then again back then you have to understand that pagans were seen as snakes. Any anybody that didn't believe in Christianity or Catholicism or Catholics and and another certain another certain uh, religion, you were considered pagan and you were not considered the work of God and all this other stuff. And but that doesn't what I mean what, okay, so back to Bohemian Girl for a minute. I was I was a, a little off topic, but basically it's just crazy because these people again, it's it's literally people of power. I can I'm gonna bring up a list of of how many people of power were in this. But I'm gonna play a very interesting clip by Richard Nixon explaining the gay orgies that happened at um that happened at um bohemian grove which i think he goes into details about the druids um the the druids is is a topic that will come up soon i just wanted to bring that up because it was very interesting about that um so here is the clip of richard nixon explaining about the gay orgies that happened at bohemian grove San Francisco just gone. So, clear orders, I don't know. But it isn't it isn't just done in the random party town But the upper class in San Francisco is that way. The Bolivian Drove that I attend one time to the time, the and the others have come there. But it is the most faggot goddamn thing you will never ever imagine in San Francisco crowd right because it's just terrible. I mean I have a lot of shaking hands with anybody in San Francisco. I didn't forget to mention uh explicit um very uh racial slur that was coming up not racial slur sorry very um homophobic slur that was being mentioned um so i I really apologize for that if you're if you were easily offended i forgot to mention that but it needs to be shown because that that's just crazy that was a per that's that's richard nixon i mean we know he he, we okay wait then to, to add spice i have a picture here of Richard Nixon and Ronald Reagan in the same room as these other, uh, poli- uh, I think politicians or billionaires. I can't really tell. They're sitting, they're sitting down at this grove. You can look it up. You know, all you have to do is look, it, is look up. You know, Richard Nixon and Ronald Reagan at the encampment of Bohemian Grove with with other people who are powerful in the world, with other people that that are powerful in in, in the world, and it's just crazy to see. It's so crazy to see. And I have another photo that shows people with candles and well like like torches and in, in robes with four people on, on, on up up on top of the stairs. They're recreating what was recreated back then. But this this statue is so huge. This statue is so huge; it is huge, and this cremation of care thing just adds more curiosity to it, and how secretive, how secret, secretive it is, and how look. As much as you don't... As much as everyone... Dis- as as much as I do... As, as I don't like Alex Jones... As much as other people don't like Alex Jones... The fact that he snuck in there... And got video of this ritual... Because technically he's kind of a person of power too... Because he has InfoWars... He's very... He's very into it with the media... And everyone pays attention to him... And he makes a lot of money... So he's able to go into this place... I mean, obviously not anymore. But at the time, you know what I mean. And to get this video of this of this cremation of care, this sacrificial, this sacrificial, the sacrificial thing that that shows like what people are we trusting? I mean, obviously, I'm just I obviously I know that 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 we should never trusted the government to begin with. But this is just crazy. This is insane. And and this is the people that we're giving. Our power to. Our fucking power to. And there's a good. I'm going to show you guys another um, clip in a minute. After probably like another <laughs> couple minutes of me rambling. Of Alex Jones confronting this. a uh, Banker or some some someone in New York. Uh, that went to the Grove. And asked him about, you know, how was it, how was it at the Grove? I mean, it's old Alex Jones, so, like, he, he he's, a, he, he, he was, a, I guess, a lot better, I don't know, I mean, I guess, I guess take it as you wish, but this is crazy, this is why I think this, this, this conspiracy theory is so interesting, and it's still, people are still going there today. I definitely know for a fact Bill Gates have been there. I know for a fact uh, Steve Wozniak Apple has been there. I know for a fact Steve Jobs, probably before he passed away, went there and didn't say about it. You, your phone, the people who made your phone, people who made PlayStation, people who've made Xbox, the CEOs of everything, you know, have been there before. Maybe I'm going to a big extent saying that. But at this point, it's like, Apple kind of controls the world in a way. Windows controls the world in a way. They've definitely been there. And they've definitely probably participated in, in this stuff. And definitely ha- have have had um definitely have had participations in the cremation of care. And not only that, look, I'm gonna jump into Epstein real quick. Epstein went there, and supposedly joined in, in in the in an orgy with Bill Clinton, and has a photo of Bill Clinton in a dress at Bohemian Grove in his in his in his in his house. A painting of Bill Clinton in a lady's dress at Bohemian Grove. Whole, this is this is it's crazy, it's crazy. You can look it up. I will. You could you can really look up the picture but it's just crazy to see i'm literally looking at it right now it's it's literally bill clinton in a in a blue's women dress with blue heels in bohemian grove it looks like in inside it looks like inside like 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 a room at bohemian grove and it's taken at at Epstein, and it's in the painting is at epstein's um at epstein's uh house in that in that uh in that little um that little uh, sex island whatever it was called that sex trafficking island it's crazy and to to now i will show you the audio of alex jones in, uh, confronting uh, a, a politician or i think it i think somebody with with, with, with like a banker at new york um, confronting him who he saw at bohemian grove when he went to took video and confronted him about it and asked him about The whole, I think, the whole ceremonial, uh, the cremation of care and stuff like that. So, I will play that for you right now. Okay, so I just tried playing the video and trying to find figure figuring out other ways to play this clip, but I cannot play it because it's been taken down by YouTube. I had the video up um, a while ago. I watched it, and literally today, the minute I wanted. To record this video, it literally gets taken down. But I can try to explain to you and try to remember out of the back of my head what happened. Uh th- he was in New York and I forgot the guy's name. Um he goes up to him and they are explaining up and he, he, you know, he says a couple questions to, you know, mask like he was gonna confront him about it. He asked, like, what were you doing at Bohemian Grove? and he's like, I don't know what you mean, and he caught him and he literally said like I was there. I saw you in this, this, and that. And he's like, there's trespassing signs. You can't do that. I, I've been to Bohemian Grove many times. And there's always been trespassing signs. And I know this, this, and that. Literally confirming that he's been to Bohemian Grove. And that he's seen these rituals. He's seen these druids. He's seen the, the orgies and etc. And it's just insane. And the reason why i believe it more the reason why i believe it's very real and obviously you heard the clips i i mean this is no way I'm trying to convince anybody this is just me rambling and whatever but the reason why that i think it's very real these this these evidence and and recent evidence too um as i was looking up information and trying to find these clips that i've seen to prove you, to to show you guys literally these people have done literal sacrifices it's insane it's crazy and to 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 further um not to not to make it worse or anything but like to further prove it alex jones from 2000 before any anybody else was into conspiracy theories everyone's like you know at that time it was conspiracy theory galore even it is now i mean obviously you know people are very into it and whatever but back then it was not as prominent or you were considered crazy if you believed the conspiracy theories. Now it's like kind of like if you believe in conspiracy theories, they're like, oh, I can see it. Not really of like back then where you were like, oh, you're you're crazy if you believe that, you know. I still love you. I still like you. You're still cool. But you're just crazy for thinking that. Now it's like now people can understand and start seeing it. But the reason why I believe in it a lot more as much as Alex Jones is involved in it. It's the constant evidence. People have are still infiltrating there. Uh, recently as 2020. I don't know about this year, but recently of, of I think if it was February or December of 2020. Same ritual. Uh, obviously a different person um, hosting the ritual. And performing the same effigy. And in every single one I've seen, it sounds like somebody's screaming. They're literally taking, and honestly, I wouldn't even be surprised if these sacrifices were volun- volunteered. To, you know what I mean? This is a, this is a, this this is a this is, a, this is this, obviously it, it's it's a club, but this is and you obviously know this is more than just a club. It's like a cult but it, it would add more into the cult effect if they found evidence which i wouldn't be surprised if people were volunteering to get sacrificed for this owl god for the moloch to be cleansed this is what they're doing for they're, they're doing it they're doing it to be cleansed and the again these are big people of power and, and showing Us, like, I guess they're like more of their true colors. I mean, we've seen their true colors many times, but this is crazy. And this is, and and recently as 2020, when COVID 19 was rampant, COVID 19 was rampant for a long time, and it still is, obviously. And we're still in quarantine or whatever. Maybe not as harsh as it was last year, but you get what I mean. And to see, these group of people with no masks, wearing druids, wearing, um, wearing, you know, burning torches, pyrotechnics, burning this effigy or a human being to this owl god. It's just like COVID nineteen is a different topic, and I'm not gonna say it's fake, but it, it makes you think a little bit. It makes you really think, and it's crazy. And it it's crazy that these these people these billionaires are doing it, and that's what I mean. That Bill Gates probably did it. Steve Jobs probably did it. Everything that controls your life, technology-wise, probably went to Bohemian Grove and joined in in these rituals and burned these effigies and killed these uh, or burned these human beings to the Yahweh God. To this, to this, to this God. I know I sound crazy, but it's it's at this point the the idea of you know. Potentially your your favorite, um, or potentially any billionaire. The same guy that probably fucking made Metal Gear Solid probably went to Bohemian Grove. <laughs> fucking Konami probably went to Bohemian Grove. And movie directors too always go there because it, it is a cele- it is a theatrical performance. So a lot of a, a lot of our favorite directors probably went there. Probably Luke uh, George Lucas, who made Star Wars, probably went there. He's a billionaire. He sold it. He, he he especially he is now since he sold his his movie to Disney, and Disney offered him so much money. And Steven Spielberg probably went there too. You know what I mean? I hope you enjoyed this episode. <laughs> Um, I really have nothing else to say, really, about this, about this topic, other than that we just went deep into the rabbit hole of the dark, and, um, it really does make you think, though. It, it, It makes you sit there, and you're like, hmm, that's the people I'm giving my power to, my spiritual power, my mental power, or this, whatever you believe in. You're just, you're, you know, whatever, whatever, sorry if you hear something, um, if you're burning, not burning. Sorry. If you're, you you know, you're giving your your power to these people that are going there and burning these effigies into this owl god. Now, whether if you believe in Satan or God or whatever, it's still terrifying. It's still fucking scary. But overall, I believe a Bohemian Grove. Um, I really do believe it. Heavy. Um, if you uh, really like this episode I hope you do subscribe or um, hit five stars on if you're on iTunes and, and I hope you really are en- enjoying these topics um, and I hope that maybe I changed your mind a little bit <laughs> that I made you like go like hmm it's a little interesting and may- uh, maybe you do a lot more research on it and, and anything like that um, my the socials for this podcast is at the dark at the dark academy podcast on Instagram um if you again if you really enjoyed this episode if you're on iTunes please hit that five star and if you're uh on on uh Spotify please hit that subscribe button or follow button i'm not very familiar with Spotify I'm more familiar than apple than i am with Spotify but if you really do did enjoy it please do hit that subscribe or whatever type of button is there um i'll probably see it when i upload this podcast and today we just went into the dark of the Bohemian Grove. And I hope you do enjoy, and I hope to see you on the second episode. Um, And I hope you have a great day, a great week. I'll see you in the next two weeks. Stay dark, my friends. Goodbye.